You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCCW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rick Schisler, your Silver Fox advisor and the host of the Weekly Business Hour. And welcome to this week's edition of the Weekly Business Hour. Some of you may know we, we have a new business in town. It's called Wet One, the number one, bestconsult.com. It offers common sense mentoring and advising to business clients. That's my business. New business that I'm working under started last month. I hope you will take the opportunity to check out our website, one, the number one, bestconsult.com. I think you'll find a lot of good information, a lot of daily business tips that I hope can help you in your business today. Also, I want to mention our show sponsor, Allegra HR, A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R, Human Resources, if you're not familiar with HR. Many times in small businesses, we're not really up to speed when it comes to HR. And I speak some with some experiences. I started five businesses myself along the way. And HR was something I'll be frank with you in the beginning, I overlooked, but we can't overlook our employees. We've got to be able to hire the best people. We've got to be able to train and encourage them so they are the most efficient and productive that they can be. And unfortunately, if at some point we have to terminate that relationship, let me guarantee you, you need some help. I would reach out to these people today. Just check out their website, AllegraHR.com. These folks know what they're doing when it comes to human resources. Also, a reminder as we start, we're on Facebook, and I would deeply appreciate it if you would go to Facebook and like us. Uh, the Weekly Business Hour has a page, and while you're there, you can set an alert so that each week you'll receive an alert when our show is posted in a podcast form, typically on Wednesday following the show today on Monday. So go to Facebook, the Weekly Business Hour page, and like us. Thanks so much. Well, we've got a special guest here today in the, in the studio, and I really appreciate Sean Thompson stepping in here this morning to talk about his business, Creative Content Creations. I got to say that again. That's C3, Creative Content Creations. So I'm just waiting to hear what that's all about. We also have joining us in the expert corner, one of our roundtable of business experts, Alan Shroud, who is a partner in Beck and Associates, LLC. We're going to talk about the new Tax Reform Act. And I'll close out today's show with my Silver Fox Tip of the Week finding the right technical advice. So I encourage you at this point, sit back, grab your pad and pencil, and get ready to take notes as we talk about business right here on the Weekly Business Hour. Also a reminder, as you're listening to the show or even after the show, if you got a question about something you heard, a comment about what we're talking about, or even a question about your own business, I would encourage you to send it to me. You can send it right here to the station. I'm at Rick, R-I-C-K, at IRLoneStar.com. Just send me an email. I love getting those emails. I enjoy getting your comments, and I particularly enjoy hearing your business challenges. That's what I do for a living. I work with people, business people just like you, to solve their business challenges. So that's what I'm all about. So please reach out to me at Rick at IRLoneStar.com. We've got some business events coming up here in the Conroe area, and I want to share them with you. First and foremost, this Wednesday, February 28th, I'm proud to announce that Mr. Hank Moore, fellow Silver Fox advisor, will be joining us right here at the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce, and he's going to talk about his newest book, 
Nonprofit Legends. This book has been nominated for a Pulitzer Prize. So I would encourage you go to the Chamber's website, Conroe.org. You'll find the event listed and you can register. There's no charge, uh, but they have a limit on how many folks can attend, but due to the size of the room, Hank's a wonderful speaker. He speaks it throughout the world, the United States, everywhere on business topics, as well as some of the great books he's written over the years. So Nonprofit Legends, it's really an education about nonprofits, their history, and why it's important we as business owners get involved in nonprofits and get involved in our community. So please make a note of that. We've got some other things coming up at the Chamber next week. We've got uh, a morning mingle. That's their morning networking event. That's on March 8th. I would encourage you again, go to the website, Conroe.org. It's a great opportunity if you're a member of this chamber. If you're not and you do business in the Montgomery County area, I would definitely encourage you to consider joining the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce. Another couple of great educational events are coming up in our area, and I picked these up. First of all is a workshop that's being put on by the Houston Community College folks called Brand Your Y-U-R Self. And it's a workshop. It's going to be at their West Loop campus. And you can find out more information about it by going to their website, www.hccbizconnect.org. That's going to be next Wednesday, March 7th. It'll be from 11 to 1 o'clock. So how to brand your business and yourself. And another great seminar is coming up. Our friends over at the Bauer College of Business, University of Houston, have got a seminar coming up about financial statement analysis. Now, this one's on March 12th. This is an all-day thing. This is really an in-depth dive into understanding financials. And so many small business people, folks I've worked with over the years in their businesses, really don't understand their financial statement, what it's telling them. And gosh, I can't think of anything more critical than understanding your numbers. Take off a day. I know it's a lot to ask. Go to the seminar. You'll get a complete background, and I believe you'll walk away with a great understanding. You just need to go to the bauer.uh.edu, and the seminars listed there. You can register and learn more about your financial statements. So I think it's a great opportunity to do that, and I would encourage you to do the same. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the announcements I have for today. So let's move on with the show right now. And at this point, as we do every week, I want to introduce the great business guests we have here because, you know, we have opportunities right here in Montgomery County and you need to go out and grab them. We've got great business people. And I think we've got one in the studio today with Sean Thompson, C3, Creative Content Creations. Okay, Sean, spill the beans. What's it all about? <laughs> well, good morning, Rick. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, so C3, uh, we just started our, uh, went into our second year of business. So we successfully completed our first year. And as the, the name of it implies, if it's creative and it's uh, tangible, uh, something you can look at with one of the senses, hold it in your hand, look at it with your eyes, listen with your ears, then that's what we do. Uh, and when I first started, it was kind of a, a venture of necessity. I, I had a, a previous job that suddenly wasn't there anymore. And I was talking to my wife about, I guess it's time to uh, start job hunting again. And she said, what about starting your own business? I'm like, ah, no, there's no way. I'm completely right-brained. I'm all creative. I wouldn't know what to do. And over the next few hours, I thought maybe I could take that, you know, there's that market for that. And so I uh, hopped to with uh, getting the business cards, uh, seeing a website domain name that was available, and I know that creative content creations is kind of a mouthful, 
but C3 is not unknown as, you know, I'm not the first person by far to use that as a, as a company name. So, uh, you know, I chose a website, C3 The Woodlands, and I also have creativecontentcreations.com as, so you can go to either one of those. And just started out with, you know, letting people know if it's creative, I can do it. And that was one of the biggest surprises to me as a, as a burgeoning businessman, because I was always uh, an employee, rarely an employer, that I thought, told people, I can do anything and everything you want. And so it was like kind of spraying the buckshot on the wall. Uh, I can do this, I can do that. And eventually had to start narrowing it down, the services offered. Let me ask you this. I, I mean, you've, you've kind of struck me this morning. Uh, you went from being an employee and all of a sudden you're out of a job. Happens to a lot of folks, particularly over the last few years. And then in a few hours later, after a quick conversation, I assume quick conversation with your wife, you're in business for yourself. Did I hear that right? You did. Now, did you carefully consider your decision? Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been known to be headstrong. As I tell people, I'm, I'm completely right-brained which has been the biggest business challenge. And Rick, I'll be honest, frequently I miss answering to someone else. I miss the the drudgery of a nine to five going in, here's your assignment, Sean, do it. Here's your paycheck for a job well done. Now get out of here and see you tomorrow morning. Uh, part of me misses the the security of that. Uh, the I'm not paid a lot, but I'm paid. And so it's the great unknown that it actually is very, thrilling to me. And to know the sheer number, uh, did I hear right, like 60 something percent of all business, small businesses fail within the first two years. And to go into my, go through my first full year, still with money in the bank and with happy clients staggers me. And I thought maybe, just maybe I, I can do this. Well, you know, one thing, if I can make an observation, because we, we've been doing this for a while and I've had a number of, of folks on, and in fact, partnerships, wives, husbands, husbands, wives, have come on, but one of the things is your spouse was the one who it sounds like in your story, and I assume you're sticking with it, sticking uh, with was it. the one that initiated. So if you don't do that well, you can always say, well, you're the one that encouraged it, you right? You talked me into this woman. <laughs> no, uh, talk about a, a rock. And I know that as husbands on the air, we're supposed to, you know, we're contractually bound to say our wife is our biggest supporter. But my wife truly uh, is uh, that I, that was the last thing I was considering is to start my own business. No, I was like, okay, I can, <clears throat> I'll file for unemployment. That'll give us some money here. I'll start looking here. Uh, I should be able to pull something out within the next couple of months. And she said, this is your opportunity. This is not going to come again. You'll get right into a new job. And then in two or three years from that one, you may show up. And because Rick, literally, I, the office just wasn't there the next day. A Tuesday, it was there. Wednesday, it wasn't. And kind of a shock to the system. Right. And... <clears throat> Excuse me, clearing my throat here. I'm going to do that one more time. And with her encouragement, right off the bat, it, it was uh, I was able to and started making the phone calls to let people know I'm in business for myself. And the support on that was just staggering. Well, let me ask you this. You're a year or so down the road. Mm -hmm. you're, you're working against that statistic, which a lot of them out there, but at least 50 to 60% or whatever businesses do fail for a variety of reasons. One of the things, though, I find in my practice and working business is we don't often communicate with our spouse about the business, not just, well, the startup you had nailed. They encouraged you, right? You got them on the team. What about ongoing communications with a spouse, letting them know how you're doing out there? That, that's a very good point because, uh, unfortunately, the last few months, uh, the wife and I, we've been hotel living because 
uh, Harvey came along and, and put us out of our house. And so there's been many a night, and even before uh, Harvey hit, where she'd wake up to find me already on the computer, or she'd go to bed with a you know kiss on the cheek and a cup of cup of tea in the hand, saying, "I'll see you when you come to bed," knowing that the hours were were there. Uh, I, I hate to sound like old school Ward Cleaver, but the spousal the support of spouse in in the sense of spousal support has been so integral. I really don't think I could have done this on my own without that encouragement. Well, you know, I think, again, that's an important point because I, too many times we don't, we maybe get it in the beginning, as I said, and then we're off and we don't realize the spouses at home are doing their job, whatever they do. And they're, they worry about the security of what's going to happen. Is that a fair statement? Very fair statement. And it, it takes a, a special kind. It's almost like a military spouse. Not everyone's born to be one. Uh, not everyone, I think, is born to be a spouse of a business owner, especially a small business owner, an, an uncharted territory. And I eventually got off on the excitement of it. Okay, this is new and exciting. This isn't the same old rut. Let's see how I can pull this out of thin air today. And she's along for the ride on that with, with the encouragement and waiting to see what happens. Well, a wonderful story we've heard this morning, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, we're already at our first break. And, you know, really appreciate that, Sean. I think you've given us quite of insight about starting a business. We're going to take a break now, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back, we're going to continue to visit with Sean about his business and some of the things he sees in the future, particularly in our business community. So I encourage you to stay with us. and We'll be right back with you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281 620 0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. The show airs on the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Join hosts Courtney Galley and Brian Bondi as they chat about the Chamber's events and programs for the month and invite Chamber members into the studio to talk about their upcoming events and businesses. Learn about your Chamber with Chamber Chat every first Tuesday at 11 a.m. You're listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com, and also the host of the Weekly Business Hour, I'm glad to say. And we're having a wonderful conversation here today. At least I hope you think it's wonderful, because I'm having fun. We're talking to Sean Thompson. Uh, he is the founder of C3 Creative Content Creations. Sean, to get started, I, that name still, you, you gave us an explanation when we started about all things creative, all this, that. Tell us what you actually do. 
what I actually do. Um, it's Here's funny. some examples. As examples, uh, heavy video work, uh, more and more. The integration of a video into social media. Because even just a year ago, the the norm was you, you do a video, you put it on YouTube. And then you, you, you go for the SEO, the search engine optimization for Google, you know, YouTube. Google owns YouTube. So the more YouTube hits, the more the higher it be going Google. The issue with that, though, is fewer people go to YouTube to search for something. They'll subscribe to a channel. But if they don't know you're there, they could unless you do the proper keywords. At the same time, Facebook allows you to post videos directly. So when you're scrolling down a Facebook timeline, you'll see a video that'll start as you're scrolling and it'll catch your eye. So even that, that there's been a shift on that to where I'll do a video. Now I'll post it directly onto the client's Facebook account. You know, I'll be an administrator on their page, add the keywords, and then to hedge my bets, I'll simultaneously upload it to YouTube, take that link and put it on the Facebook page as a comment saying, if you want to watch this outside of Facebook, here's our YouTube link, subscribe to our channel while you're there. So there's an integration on video work there. I also do, um, you know, audio work. In fact, I recently produced an entire a CD. A family wanted to create a CD of songs uh, for, uh, I thought it would just be like a little Christmas gift thing. Apparently it turned into a, a huge deal. That was a lot of fun. Graphic design, flyers, posters, brochures, uh, very little PR in the traditional sense of the word. Uh, you know, I am doing videos and some campaign manager for a couple of political campaigns as well, but trying to be, again, be creative with it. We've actually done some funny campaign commercials uh, to catch people's eyes because everyone plays the, you know, the soft piano music with the, I'm honest, John, and I love babies. And we thought, you know, let's, let's break that up. So a client is running for a judicial race. And I thought it'd be funny to show the world that she's such a judicial nerd that, you know, she can quote any case law off the top of her head. So I spent a day with her family just shooting funny scenes of her adjudicating to her family and them rolling their eyes. And all of a sudden we had a 90 second commercial. And more and more people like that instead of just the cookie cutter. I was very uh, fortunate. A former client from many years ago came back to me and they wanted a TV commercial done for PBS. They were sponsoring a, a show on PBS and they needed a 30 second spot. So I've been doing more commercials now too. So the video works kicked on, uh, kicked into high gear and it just became that. The first year I had no idea where it would end up, but video seemed to be a primary uh, source right now. It sounds like uh, many business, 3C is kind of evolving based on the marketplace. Exactly. My, the, I did a, a radio spot when I first came out and I listened to it not too long ago. And I was like, I can't even make out what I, uh, services I offer. I do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and don't, don't I do that too? And I do, but uh, that those early days, I want to let them know, hey, if it's creative, I can do it. Now I can, I can pick and choose more. Uh, my clients, uh, on, on many levels, Rick, I have to say, I'm not the world's best businessman because I, I enjoy personal relationships with my clients. You know, I, I'm, I'm lackadaisical in invoicing them. I'll think about it a week or so after the fact where, oh yeah, that's right. I did this, uh, through, you know, family issues. I get calls from them. How's, you know, how's life going on? And I, I love that. So as a chamber member, you know, when you have the little 30 second, uh, commercial of this is what I do. I tell people I'm Sean, I run C3 and I'm like the worst businessman in the room. And that's why you should go with me because I'll get creative for you. And then we'll talk business. Let's get, let's get something creative in your hand. Well, I love the pitch. Well, let me ask you something. Uh, 
you talk about, I mean, you're really indirectly talking about technology and this sense video and so on and so forth. And one of the things, in fact, I'm writing a lot about right now, my blogs and whatnot, this going into March, uh, have been about technology because I've, I've typically found that small business people uh, lack uh, an understanding of technology, uh, whatever it means in their business. Some people have a, a manufacturing, so they have direct technology there. But just the basic technology of running the business, the phone, the the email, the text, whatever forms of communication, uh, which to me is the heart and soul of it's really the ability to communicate. How do you personally stay up? I mean, obviously you stay up with video technology. How do you stay up with technology? What would you tell the small business owner how to stay up? How would you tell them or encourage them to stay up with technology? Emulate your heroes. Find out who's doing your job better than you or a comparable job or when you're scrolling on Facebook, what makes you stop? Is it a funny cat commercial? Is it music? Is it a lightning bolt? You know, something. Who do you want to be when you grow up kind of thing? And then you, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Don't trademark infringe. But, you know, I have an idea. The funny commercial I talked about was actually inspired by another political commercial I saw where the family, you know, this guy just couldn't stop talking about being railroad commissioner. Oh, we can move three cars this way. And the wife is like, please elect my husband, get him out of the house. And so that was funny. I know the, the gentleman who put that video together. So I was like, hey, I hope you don't mind. I'm inspired by this one. And, and it turned out fine. So I wanted to be like that because I knew that was popular and it caught my attention. If it catches my attention, my hope is that it'll catch my client's attention because I want to attract either like-minded people or I can come up with things that they haven't. And so that'll catch their eye like, I I want a C3 video because he's funny or he's made it human sounding. Yeah. Well, it makes a lot of sense to me. Let's switch gears a little bit here. Now we're in Montgomery County. You chose a little over a year ago and your family chose, you and your wife chose in a sense to be in business here. Why Montgomery County? What made you willing to take that leap? Uh, I, it's funny, Rick. I started off as a Houston boy. I've been in, uh, moved back to America in the early eighties and started out in Richmond Rosenberg and over the years, it steadily moved north till I ended up in the woodlands. So I'm traditionally a woodlands boy for the last several years. And I've built up in the community. Uh, I have a, I love theater and the arts. And so I have a circle of friends and associates there. I also have a substantial soft spot for nonprofits. And I know you, earlier you were talking about that. And it made me smile because, and I, you know, I, my wife's going to kill me for saying this on the air, but nonprofit comes to me needing a press release, a video, I will gladly do it and it's on me or at a substantial discount because that's how it is. You'll notice I, I wear this little bracelet here that it's a nonprofit that I, I helped out and we actually had the executive director of that nonprofit come into a, another show and she noticed it. It's like, yes, this is yours. I wear it every day because you inspired me to wear this. Is, this represents a, a living wage for Haitian men for, for what it's worth. Excuse me a second, I'm going to cough again. I've been talking all morning long, and the coffee's taking up. So, and, and thank you for our engineer, Dick, for offering water to me. I very much appreciate it. So between the nonprofits and um, the other small businesses, there is growing so much here. Conroe, they say, is the largest growing, uh, fastest growing city in America right now. And I got to admit, my heart is growing more and more into the Conroe area, as well as the Woodlands. Uh, I thought I'd be Woodlands only boy. And then I just bit by bit got suckered, suckered more into Conroe and I'm loving the business climate here. 
and I find the same the same needs are there. I think Montgomery County busts the uh, the cliches of what you might think rural Texas is. You know, it's not Houston, so they must be cowboy hats and cow patties, and that is not the case. It's very cosmopolitan here, very artistic, very creative, and a lot of businesses need that creative front and don't know where to get it. And hopefully I'm able to to say, here's my portfolio. If you like what you see, let's talk. Well, it makes a lot of sense. Well, Sean, I can't, uh, obviously I can't thank you enough for stepping in today and working with us. Uh, time to close it out for the day. If folks want to reach out to you and talk to you about something you might've said business-wise or creative-wise, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? You can go to the website and you can either go with c3thewoodlands.com or if you're comfortable with your typing skills, creativecontentcreationsplural.com. I'm also on uh, Facebook. You can just type in C3 Creative and that should pop up something. And I have a cool round logo that a friend of mine, he's my logo guy. And that's the nice thing about C3. I surround myself by incredibly talented people. Then I just take all the credit for it. And I have a logo guy who I called him up. I said, I'm starting a company. I need, and you have one hour to give me a logo. And that's the logo I still use a year later because he really stepped up to the plate. A web design guy. Uh, but the way to get hold of me, C3, thewoodlands.com, creativecontentcreations.com. Look me on Facebook. Or you can call uh, sorry, 832-510-0117. Well, Sean, again, thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to our break shortly. But before we do, I want to remind you again, if you have a question or comment about the show or even a question about your own business, just reach out to me through the station if you'd like it, rick at irlonestar.com. Well, I encourage you to please stay with us. We're going to come back. And when we do, we're going to have Alan Stroud, a partner with Beck and Associates on. We're going to talk about the Tax Reform Act and its impact on you and your business. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Hey, Montgomery County, it's me, C.C. Holmes. And I would personally like to take this time to invite you, that's right, you, to join me every Saturday and Sunday from 3 until 7 p.m. where I will bring you the very best, the very best of smooth jazz, classic jazz, and indeed, yes, the soulful sounds of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. So come along and get jazzy with me. That's right, jazzy. <laughs> right here, of course, on Conroe's 104.5 and 106. 6.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongstar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show. With monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLongstar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com 
or call the message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. OneBestConsult.com, welcoming you back to the weekly business hour. Appreciate you listening today, and we're now going to move into the expert corner. But before we do, I want to mention our show sponsor again, Allegra HR, A-L-E-G-R-E-H-R.com. Obviously, they're an HR, human resources company. I encourage you to check out their website at AllegraHR.com. They do everything with human resources. They're great advisors and consultants. And let me assure you, based on my business experience of starting, buying, building, and selling five businesses successfully, we can use all the HR help we can get. Now we'll move to the expert corner. And as I mentioned earlier, proud to have Alan Stroud, a partner with Beckon Associates, LLC, joining us. And we're going to talk about one of the most important topics in the business world right now, and that's the recent Tax Reform Act of 2018. Good morning, Alan. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Thank you for having me on. Well, we've got a great topic here. It's uh, I see it almost every day in the newspaper, Wall Street Journal, uh, online, everywhere, people wondering about the impact of the tax act on them uh, as private individuals as well as their businesses. So we're hoping in the next 10 or 12 minutes you can give us a little bit of enlightenment on the subject. Absolutely. We've been getting those questions as well. Um, I always like to start by telling folks, there's huge changes both in the individual and corporate. And so I know the focus today will be on the corporate, but just to touch on the individual, we've, we've reduced the rates and we've increased the standard deduction and we've made a lot of things probably uh, not deductible that we would have in the past, especially for those itemized deduction filers. A lot of that will go away just because of the increase in the standard deduction. But to, but to touch over on the, the corporate, there's some pretty big changes in that landscape, too. For example, the tax rate for corporations, they made it a flat 21%. So we used to have the uh, stair step of the different brackets, but now we've just we've lowered the total number and the, the maximum number and made it a flat rate of 21%, which is pretty significant, I think, for for folks that are taxed at the corporate level. Let me ask you this, the 21% rate uh, at the corporate level, what do you see just generally speaking? I know there's a lot of conversation out there, but if I owned a business, and I know there's been a lot of discussion about S versus C Corp and all, some folks thinking about converting, and you know, to me it's, it's each individual needs to see their tax advisor, but generally what do you feel the impact of that new lower rate will be on business, uh, the economy, whatnot? I think there will be some folks converting. The thing to remember is we still have the double taxation in a corporation. And, and what that means is you pull all your deductions out, you pull your salary out, and whatever's left over is paid out to the shareholders as dividends. Well, in a S corporation, they're not called dividends, they're just ownership distributions, and they just all the income is taxed to the 
to the owner. But in a C-corp, that extra comes out as, as dividend income. So that's where they get this concept of, of double taxation is, number one, you're, you're taxed at the corporate level on your income. And then number two, as you receive the dividend income, you're taxed again. So there's still that to worry about. So any time you're looking at that kind of conversion, you're going to want to sit down with your CPA and run some numbers and, and see what the difference, even though you got a lower tax rate on the, on the C-Corp, you got to figure in, how am I going to get all the income out that I want to get out? And if you're an S-Corp that's currently pulling a bunch of uh, earnings out as ownership distributions, it may not make sense for you to convert to a C because all of a sudden either your salary is going to have to shoot way up, which now you've got individual income tax to worry about, or you're going to start taking dividend income, which you didn't get taxed on before, but now you do. So it's a pretty complex spreadsheet that somebody's going to have to develop to, to run those numbers for you, but it's certainly something to take a look at. Well, I've seen uh, a lot of scenarios done, and like you, you say, and, and basically my belief as well, is that you need to talk to your tax advisor and let uh, him or her run those numbers because, like you said, it's very complicated. What other impacts do we see on the corporate, on the business side from the Reform Act? Well, one of the big ones is going to be the, the new investment purchases. So previously, you got a bonus depreciation uh, for buying property, and there was a uh, Section 179, quote-unquote, the small business uh, express depreciation deduction. For example, a small business buys a, a new truck. As long as it's under $500,000, new truck, piece of equipment, whatever, as long as it's under $500,000 under Section 179, they could expense it immediately. So it was a way for to encourage businesses, if you're looking to expand, if you're looking to invest in the business by buying new equipment, it was a way to give an incentive that you would get an immediate tax deduction. So we already had that. But what they did is they increased it, and and now they've increased the, the cap up to a million dollars. So they doubled the 500000 to a million. So, so for small and medium-sized businesses that are looking to really – you know, increase the capacity of their manufacturing or warehouse size or anything. It's a great, it's a great new incentive to really plow some of those profits back into the business and get a huge tax deduction for those current year purchases. Yeah. And I want to make sure folks understand that's a cumulative. That's not a single purchase. It's all your purchases for the year. You can expense up to a million dollars for the year, which for most small businesses, that's, that's a huge amount. Huge number. I agree. That'll have a big, big effect. What else is going on? I mean, what other changes are, are out there that would benefit a small business? A couple of maybe less widely used, but the uh, business interest deduction it used to be fully deductible. They're, they actually, that was one of the things they lowered the deductibility. Um, they, they've disallowed net interest in excess of 30% of business income. So, so now if you're a business that has uh, high interest expenses, you, you're going to have to make sure that you've got uh, – you're going to have to run the numbers to make sure it's all deductible because there's a ceiling that you may uh, have to reduce your deductibility of some of your interest expenses. So that, that's on certain types of business where, where the business model provides for high debt. 
Well, let me uh, ask another you another big thing they did. I'm sorry. And, and really? Oh, go ahead. Well, on, on, what was the intent of the Congress by? I mean, thirty percent—that's a should be a pretty good sized number in any business, uh, relative, you know, to the business and the revenue and whatnot. What is the intent there, or who who would, as an example, might I be think, impacted by that? There's a, there's a specific exemption on that for businesses with gross receipts of twenty five million or less. Okay. So so they're not looking to hit. Uh, you know, mom and pop with that. That's a that's a limitation. I think maybe a perceived abuse that they were trying to shut shut a loophole in on some of these big businesses where maybe there's intercompany loans or or something like that on these huge, you know, maybe the huge multinational type right. corporations. Okay. So so for you know if you're under 25 million uh, in the gross receipts, I'm not going to have to worry about that. Okay, I appreciate that. What else was sure. there? I'm sorry, I interrupted you. They changed something pretty significantly. For for years and years, the U.S. has had kind of a what I'll call an, an arrogant tax stance or a tax policy that we tax our people and our corporations on all of their worldwide income and assets. That's true for income. It's true for estate tax. Whatever the tax is, we look at everything whether you've got income in foreign countries, whether you've got assets in foreign countries, we're going to tax it all. And the rest of the world really doesn't work that way. The rest of the, for the most part, the rest of the world only taxes income and assets in their jurisdiction. And that was one thing that, that Trump really was pushing on when he was originally talking about his tax deal is he wanted to make America more in line with some of these other countries where you're competing competing multinationally to where the American company isn't penalized because their worldwide income is being taxed where another country, you know, doing business in that country, they're only taxed there. So, so it made it perceivably, it made it somewhat unfair to the U S company. So what they actually did is they modified uh, more to a territorial system. And there's some, they, they put in some abuse provisions and that kind of thing to, so that people won't try to abuse the system. But basically, they tried to make it more of a level playing field. So, so folks who are doing multinational business really need to get with their accountants early and figure out how this is going to affect them and really get a game plan in place for what their new tax regime is going to look like because that's going to be huge changes for them. Well, it, does that have something to do with what we've seen, at, as you earlier talked about, large corporations about getting their money back into this country? Absolutely. In addition to that, they've added, as part of that change, there's a one-time tax on unrepatriated foreign earnings at, uh, I believe it was 6%, I apologize, I can't remember, 6 or 8%. Uh, so that was to encourage them to bring the money back. So, yeah, that was all part of that whole, hey, let's get those billions of dollars that, you know, the giant companies have been earning offshore and saving offshore because it was too expensive to bring it back. They would leave it offshore. Uh, now they've changed the rules to where there's an incentive to bring it back. And I think we've already seen on the news where some of these companies are talking about reinvesting in their business in the U.S. and actually giving some of their employees bonuses based on the ability of bringing that money back. So yeah. I, th I think – at least to that extent, it, it seems to be working. Yeah, I, my sense of that in, in, in seeing some of the information, the articles you're talking about, that 
they're bringing billions and billions of dollars back here, which is good for us, right? Because it'll it be is, invested absolutely. here, which should benefit our employees, our businesses, our cash registers on Main Street as well. That is exactly right. Well, let me ask you, Alan, we've just got about 30 seconds left today. Okay. Uh, One piece of advice in closing to our business listeners, what would it be? If you are a pass-through entity being taxed as an individual, or you're an employee where you might be able to convert into an independent contractor, there's a whole new regime on pass-through entities. You need to talk to your accountant and see if it makes sense to switch so you can be subject to these new lower taxes for entities. Well, I think that's a great piece of advice, and I encourage everyone. And if you don't have a tax advisor, as I always encourage, get one. Alan, I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your, I know, a very busy day to visit with us and enlighten us to some of these business changes. If somebody wanted to talk to you further about these, what's a good way for them to make contact with you? Yeah, give us a call at 281-440-4777. Or you can shoot us an email at info at jrbecklaw.com. Thank you again, Alan. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our final break of the day, and I encourage you to stay with us because when we come back, I'm going to give you my tip of the week, my business tip of the week, entitled Finding the Right Technical Advisor. So please stay with us, and we'll be right back to you. Human resources play a huge role in today's business world and can be a real challenge for small businesses. Allegre is a premier option in small business HR solutions and needs. Allegre HR advisors provide help to small business owners by allowing them to focus on operational needs while providing solutions that address all areas of human resources. To find out more, contact Allegre HR advisors today at 281-620-0713 or visit AllegreHR.com. Relax with a cup of joe or your favorite drink for the Conroe Lake Conroe Chamber of Commerce Chamber Chat. The show airs on the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. on Lone Star Community Radio. Join hosts Courtney Galley and Brian Bondi as they chat about the Chamber's events and programs for the month and invite chamber members into the studio to talk about their upcoming events and businesses. Learn about your chamber with Chamber Chat every first Tuesday at 11 a.m. Hey guys, this is Connor. This is Dick. This is Chris. And we're with the Ticket Stub Podcast every Thursday live at noon on 104.5 and 106.1 FM in the Conroe area. Also, anytime at IRLoneStar.com. You go to IRLoneStar.com backslash TTS. You can find all of our social media. And don't forget, we give away two tickets to the Grand Theater on every show. If you like movies and you like complaining or celebrating anything that has to do with the silver screen, Check out the Ticket Stub podcast and join us every Thursday at noon o'clock on Lone Star Community Radio. You are listening to the Weekly Business Hour, and this is Rick Schisler, OneBestConsult.com, and a Silver Fox advisor. And this is t- part of the program where I offer you my business tip of the week. This week, I want to talk to you a little bit about how to find the right technical advice that you need in your business. Uh, In our interview earlier today in this program, talking with Sean, uh, we talked about with Sean Thompson the fact that technology is just moving so fast, and that should be uh, evident to anyone who's in business today. 
Sean shared with us his idea of how he keeps up with technology. I want to offer you some of my thoughts. Uh, I work with my business clients every day to stay on top of technology and determine what's right for their business. First and foremost, it's important in your business that you have a quality communication system. Uh, I've talked about this in recent weeks, written about it in my blog. Quality communications are so important. They're one of the core requirements of a successful business. And when I speak of communications, just so we're on the same page, I'm talking about communications internally between you, your employees. I'm talking about communications with your customers. A lot of focus always on that part of our business. And then also communication with our vendors. Uh, so all forms of communication today, we have the telephone, the cell phone, the smartphone, a little bit different. We have email, we have texting, a lot of other ways to communicate with people. So it's important that you have a good system, as I call it, in place, which today relies more and more on technology. So it's important that you do this because really it can be a determining factor in how your business performs. So don't just sweep it to the side. Don't say, well, I've had the same phone system in place for 35 years and it still rings, it still dials. I'm not sure if that's gonna cut it, particularly with a competitive environment. So it's an important decision. It's one of the most important business decisions you'll make is upgrading, changing out, maintaining that quality communication system. So let's talk a little bit more in depth about it. Well, the first question people ask me, well, where can I get some of the help? Well, I advise people based on my experience in running businesses, actually was part of starting an IT service company. So I've had my hands in the IT business for quite a while, which you get a lot of exposure to technology there. And that's the place I always encourage people to, to start. Talk to your IT service company, your computer service company. These folks deal with the IT part of your business. They should be experts there. And a lot of times you'll find that these people are smart enough that they are working in or with other technologies, such as cell phones. Uh, they understand email, obviously, texting, all these other forms of communications. And a lot of times, they either directly or indirectly provide phone systems. And the features that are available, they should understand. So the first place to start for good technical advice should be your trusted IT service company. Now, if those folks aren't up to speed and they're strictly, if you will, some geeks that are maintaining computer systems, they got their head down in that, and they're not really staying up to speed with other technologies, then you can turn and look for a generalist. And there are three rules that I go by when I go out to hire a consultant, really of any kind, but it's really important in this area, and I'll touch on that in just a minute. First of all, take a look at the resume. I mean, check the resume just as carefully as you would if you're hiring an employee, perhaps even more carefully. Check it and make sure they've got the kind of experience that would fit your business. I contend that each business is different. Yes, there are industry norms, but each business, the way we as small business entrepreneurs run our business and expect it to perform, the kind of people we have working for, sometimes we need a little more help in a particular communication tool than we do in another. In other words, it's got to make up for something that we don't have with our employees, ourselves, so we look to spend a little bit more money there in those areas. The second thing is check their references, and I mean really check them. Talk to people who have done business with them most recently and people they do business with on a regular basis. And third, and, and just as important, check their background. People say, what do you mean? Run the background check on them. Run a background check on them and their business. Make sure that these people you're dealing with, you know who they are. Another area you need to do is, is determine, in consideration, is determine how much you want to spend on this project. 
I contend that if you haven't had something in your communication system upgrade in the last six, 12 months, it probably you have an area that needs or should be considered for upgrading. And that's where you have to put it together, some kind of budget, at least have something in mind. A lot of times that's based on cash flow, how much money we have available. That's a good common sense answer. But I encourage you when you sit down and determine your return on investment, your ROI, that you carefully look at both the short-term and long-term implications, implications, excuse me, and the return to you and your business. A lot of this depends on how fast, how far, how much you want to grow your business. And if you want to stay competitive, then you've got to be willing to spend the money to be competitive. It's no different than buying a machine tool in a machine shop. You know, those vendors are typically real quick to talk about the return, how many pieces, the tolerances. They can give you a lot of direct information. But when it comes to technology, it's not as direct. It's not as concrete. And you've got to be willing to sit down yourself and think through this. There's not any basic numeric formula. A lot of this stuff you've got to apply to your business. You've got to think through it yourself, which means you've got to take the time to do it. So I think it's important, last and not least, that if you commit to a change, try to do it in a way that does the least amount of disruption to your day-to-day business. This may require you to work some overtime, maybe work on a Saturday in order that the change out does not affect the day-to-day business with your clients. And don't forget training got to put into your budget to do some training. One of the things that I like to encourage people is don't be cheap on this project. And when I say cheap, that's a different word to everybody that enters into technology upgrade and changes. When I say that, I'm not saying necessarily spend your money well, you want to do that, but very carefully evaluate how it impact your business and the future of your business. Well, I want to thank my guest again, Sean Thompson, and Alan Stroud, they provided us with great information, hopefully information that can help you in your business today. And I want to remind you, if you don't know already, you can sponsor the Weekly Business Hour. Just simply contact me at rick at irlonestar.com. I'll send you some information. It's a very easy thing to do, and I would welcome the opportunity to have your business sponsor us. Look on Facebook, YouTube, and other social media. On Wednesday of this week, we'll have a post podcast of this show. I want to thank you for joining us. Remember to stay in touch with what's going on here in Montgomery County, right here on Lone Star Community Radio. And until next week, stay engaged and keep your focus on what counts in your business. Thanks. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcast, Channel 12's Our City TV in Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.